game to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. And we're loaded with NFL preseason, except for out in Cleveland, where they're showing a live shot of the Commanders and Browns currently under a weather delay, and it is pouring rain. Now, maybe in the regular season they'd play in the rain, because they will, they're football players. But in the preseason, you don't want guys slipping, getting hurt. So we're watching uh, Open House is on TV now. With Sarah Gore. I, I don't know what this is. It's a random filler show because we can't get the game on on the local D.C. station here. So here we are. But we got other games, so it's good. Lots of games going on in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, no Frank Gore, but we do got uh, Sarah in there open house, so we're excited about that. We got we got the Packers with the 14-6 lead over the Bengals. Got to be feeling good if you got the Packers in the over. Atlanta only up 6 to nothing on the Dolphins, though. We need some points there. Steelers Bucks tied up at seven. My main man Baker Mayfield says, "Hold up, league. Maybe I'm not done just yet." And then the Giants with the six to three lead over the Lions in the game that nobody seems to be talking about. And then the day after tomorrow, happening in Cleveland, and it's pissing me off because all I mm-hmm. wanted to see tonight was a little Jordan Love. I got that. He throws a touchdown yeah. pass. He's done for the night. And I wanted to see a little Sam Howell at the moon. And instead. Nothing. Sarah Gore. At least you got to see your team a little bit. Yeah. My team's just sitting in the locker room because it's raining. It's the yeah. Worst. I wonder. So here's the thing, too. Like, obviously, there's lightning in the area as well. Um, It's Friday. But I wonder, it, like, if it continues to just pour like this and there's crappy weather all night, do you just call it? They'll call you it, know? and they may just try to play it again tomorrow because everybody's already in town. Right. They have they have ended preseason games early because of lightning, if it's just going to be in the area too long. But if this is a you know another 30 minutes, they probably delay it. If not, they may just say, we'll play it tomorrow because there's not really that much. you got to move around. Everybody's already there, and it's a preseason game. So you just kind of say, we'll play it tomorrow, and people show up that want to show up. If I'm the commanders, I'm like, I'm what checking about the field the conditions. The yeah. What about the fans? Tomorrow's a Saturday, Trista. They got nothing to do, hopefully. Or if you do have something, cancel your plans. You get to watch Sam Howell, damn it. Also, that's was, what you want to see. I was talking about this on a couple of the radio hits today. Like, attendance? Like, Lambeau Field is always going to be packed for the preseason. Obviously, a bad example because tonight this game is being played in Cincinnati. And that's a good fan base right there. I mean, they've showed up, but... Um, granted, small sample size. Some of these stadiums have looked kind of empty. Yeah. And I get it because preseason games, like you're still getting priced like it's a regular season game. It's yeah, still yeah. really expensive. Regular it's... season games are so expensive. Obviously, playoff games are expensive. Then if you're bringing like a family of four, a family of five, it's hard to afford. Tickets to this, let's be honest, too. Like back in the day, like you said, Nick, is oh, oh my no. God, Sean Clifford. No, Sean bum. Clifford just threw a pick six. I've seen enough. Am I going to sweat the first half of a preseason game? No. You got to be kidding me! Oh no! This is why we know we wanted to know Sean Clifford tonight. Can they bring Jordan Love back out? No, they should. They should. <laughs> so this it makes is. it a a two point game. Packers up fourteen twelve before the extra point. Packers were sitting at three and a half. Actually, no. They so I do have. Uh, I don't think this is actually four and a half. You got a four and a half in front of you. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I saw four and a half before the game. No, I'm talking about live now. The live lines that I'm looking at. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're sitting there three Um, and a half, but it's actually off the board, so that's probably going to change. Yep. Yeah, fourteen, thirteen now. So we'll see what happens when that's updated. Okay, so it's back to Packers minus three and a half. Uh, Total sitting at forty nine and a half. It was at fifty for a second. It just moved to forty nine and a half. Sean Clifford is so awful, and what makes me laugh is I've hated him um, because. 
Like, let's be honest, Sean Clifford has cost me like more money than my kid's school. But like the 18 years that he was at Penn State, you chose and, to send and, your kid to private school. And then Green That's Bay drafts him, and it drives me nuts, obviously, being a fan of Did this I team. Did I know that? And then the bloggers all go absolutely insane. They're like, Sean Clifford looks so good in practice. This guy can make all the throws. And I'm like, where the hell have you guys been the last decade? If you're a Penn State fan, you don't like Sean Clifford. I don't know that Sean Clifford's own parents like Sean Clifford. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. I don't think I knew, Ryan, that you sent Nathan to private school. I don't anymore. Oh, anymore. Okay. Good. Send him to public school so he can learn to be Out here he goes to public. All people, yes. Yeah, in civilization he went to Catholic, yeah. Or private. Yeah. Got it. Oh, man, I got the Packers tonight. That was not good. That was not good. We wanted just to sail on home. I mean, Cincinnati's yep. not playing anybody tonight. They don't have any motivation to win or care about this game. And we got Sean Clifford way too early. I needed at least three or four drives game. from Jordan Love. Yeah, Steelers, Steelers just took a 14-7 lead, too. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites now. We'll take that, Luke. Uh, that was... Luke, who had the second touchdown for them? George Pickens caught the first one from Kenny Pickett. Was it a defensive? I'm not seeing anything here because I don't have it in front of me now. I swapped out to a different game. We don't have enough TVs in here. Uh, Trubis- well, let's see. Trubisky's one of four oh, Tr- tonight. Well, Trubisky th- one of four a and a pick. Oof. North Carolina quarterback. Just saying. Uh, scoring drive, we had a uh, Anthony McFarland 14-yard touchdown rush. So okay. Well, let's go. There so you go. 14-7. Extra point is good. Atlanta's still only up 6-0. to zero. I could use some points in that game. I have the over. Also, Detroit down three points, man. I can't get over that Sean Clifford pick. I can't. I can't. I just can't get over it. I'm, I'm upset about it. I told you. What I tell you, Trista, the emotional roller coaster for him tonight. Well, I mean, what are you going to expect? It's Sean Clifford. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm there. I don't. I don't like him at all. <laughs> don't like him at all. Do like the Chicago Cubs, though. I think uh, even though they're two and a half games back in the NL Central, damn it think they're going to do it. Big series this weekend against Toronto. I know it's tough. It's tough. I bet them. I don't know if they're winning yet, unfortunately, because I got all NFL on my screens. But this is a big series against Toronto. They're going to come back after that. A bunch of winnable series. Then you got a big one against Milwaukee. I I think the Brewers are going to fade, guys. And then I think, you know, uh, ultimately you got a couple tough series a little bit later on in the season against a team like Atlanta. But I'm feeling pretty good about the Cubs. How are you guys feeling about your Cincinnati Reds tickets? No, I mean, not good. We talked about this oh, last horrible. night. I feel yeah. terrible. It's awful. It's They're fading now. It's a young team. It was worth the 17-1 to ticket, but at the same time, you know, like there's a very good chance that this team's bubble just bursts. And when you're a younger team, this is kind of the way that it goes. Some fade under pressure. Some don't like the Baltimore Orioles. But your Cubs right now feel like a team of destiny. Some would say that they're America's team now. Yeah, I, I feel Two pretty good about them. What's that? Reds two and eight in their last ten. Uh, starting pitching has fallen off of a cliff. Uh, the front office basically stood pat when they probably should have tried to get a, a pitcher at the deadline. Probably a decent starter could have won two of the last ten ten games or so, and then they're four and six or five and five, and not catastrophic, but still kind of in the mix. And yeah, it feels like. Since the deadline, the Cubs, or right before the deadline, two weeks before, the Cubs are now just the hottest team in Major League Baseball of the last month. It's just so funny how it, like, changes every week, though. I mean, even tonight, you know, um, I bet the Pirates, which actually looks like it was a huge mistake, top of the fourth. The Reds are up 3 nothing. They do have two on. I mean... You know, the season's not over for any of these teams. No. The Reds, the Brewers, and the Cubs. Season's over for the Cardinals. 
Obviously, the Pirates aren't going anywhere this year. So anybody could realistically win that division. The Cubs do have a 3 nothing lead right now on Toronto in the top of the fourth. But uh, at least it's you know something to watch for the rest of the season. Because, I mean, like let's be honest, the Braves are running away with that division. I think the Dodgers ultimately win the division. I mean, this is a big weekend for the Padres. I know they've underperformed, but they could catch up in the wild card standings. Also, a big weekend if you're playing, um, if you have Cy Young tickets as well, because Blake Snell's going to go tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, he's plus 300 right now to win the Cy Young. And then you have Gallon going this weekend as well, and he's plus 200. So if Snell has a really nice start, Gallon doesn't, the odds are going to shift right there. That's the good stuff to look out for because, you know, I feel like these are like the dog days of summer. It's August 11th. Yeah. Like, you look in the AL, and, yeah, I mean, the Rangers have been a great story, but I think we all trust the Astros a little bit more. They're the defending champs, and yeah, we saw bet, this last time they won I the World the Series. The next year there was that World Series hangover as well. So there's a couple different markets. AL Rookie of the Year. I, I don't know what you guys think about that. I haven't really done anything with any of the Rookie of the Year markets, and usually that's my favorite market to play, but I've just kind of stayed away this It's kind year. of fluctuated a lot this year. You've had yeah. a lot of different names in and out there, at least in the American League. I mean... We pretty much have the National League set, it feels like, at this point. You know, when you, when you talk about the Cubs, though, and, like, the rest of the season, you when you look at that division, I mean, the Cubs' schedule is a benefit to them, you know? Like, that's why I still look at that as, like, like I'll, I'll be honest with you, a lot of the awards markets in baseball this year either feel wrapped up over or just plain old boring. Right. Like, if you got in early and you've got a ticket that's still got worth something for you, like you have Gunnar Henderson to win the AL Rookie of the Year, good for you. But, like... You, most of those now, we know where the, the we know where really both MVP awards are going to go. You might still feel comfortable in the in the Cy Young race, but you know after that you're kind of looking at division races down the stretch. And the Cubs have the 28th toughest schedule, so they've got the third easiest schedule the rest of the way in baseball. And they're going to see the Pirates seven more times. Yeah, that's really going to benefit them question, a lot. I have a question about Gunnar Henderson. So he's three for 21 in his last five games. And, I mean, that's just not great. And so it feels like a continued slump could still give Yoshida, who I believe is plus 230, uh, to win AL Rookie of the Year. Do you guys feel like that's worth a bet? Because Yoshida has been really, really good, batting 304 with an 839 OPS. uh, And he's been hurt, but... Like, listen, like, I, I feel like Yoshida could be a dark horse. And that's the thing, like, yeah. I mean, I mean there, was a while, there was a point for a while where you felt like he was going to run away with it, and then it was Josh Jung, and you're sitting there going, okay, yeah. like, it's between those two. Here's the thing that I, I feel like works in Gunnar Henderson's favor, the Orioles' success. That's right. a big deal. Yeah. And it even, doesn't matter always for Rookie of the Year, but yeah. it'll help. Yeah, and I agree. And like that's that's what I was going to say is, I mean, team success never really matters for Rookie of the Year. And let's be honest, like usually these guys are on bad teams. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different from the NBA because baseball is different, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but it is a um, bonus if a team is winning. And all like, eyeballs are help. on the Orioles. Yes. Right. Like exactly. K-Rod. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, actually. So I, it feels like Gunnar Henderson's probably going to go away, run away with this award, but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you, Ryan, where you said like you haven't really done much with like with that. It's just a lot of these awards markets just feel like Shohei Otani. We know in the American League, like just let's just move on past that. We're looking at, I mean, National League is Ronald Acuna at minus six fifty or the field at plus four hundred. Uh, okay, I mean, you can also then just get it at minus six fifty or plus four fifty for Freddie Freeman. Like, both of those markets are there. Neither one of them is really worth it. Right, exactly. So you kind of get away from that. Garrett Cole is a heavy favorite now to win the American League Cy Young. And I know we're closer to the end of the season, so that helps. But Corbin Carroll, right, National League. My God, he's minus 5,000. 
Right. I mean, Matt McLean is is twenty to one. Like, there's just most of these awards. You just don't feel like there's anything down the stretch where you can jump in and you see a guy getting hot late in the season and you could jump ahead. They've all everybody that ha- like the favorites have all just distanced themselves at ridiculous paces from everybody else behind them. Yeah, I mean that's why. Like right now, I mean, you'll, I'll look every once in a while at the World Series odds to see what's up or some updated win totals. And I mean, there's really not a whole lot there for baseball. I mean, the season's wrapping up and. Thank God, it's football season. 16 days away from college football. We got NFL preseason going down right now, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't really do a whole lot with the markets this year. Uh, just just waiting to see if the Cubs can Damn, the Bengals just swung as a one-and-a-half-point favorites now on the live spread. Ooh. Yeah, Yikes. I mean, you got a lot of... We, we, got, we got Sean Clifford the rest oh, of the night. Crap, I'm sweating this now. Are you serious? Am I going to sweat the first half of a damn preseason game? Bengals are marching down the field, and they're only down one, and I have... Packers minus two and a half. Yeah, everything was looking really good. And then I look over at the baseball scores and I see that. Well, good, because I, I hate Sean Clifford. No, stop it. Damn it. Yes, I am sweating. They put up the damn sweat chamber thing. It's true. Wait, did you have the Packers? You, wait. I got the Packers uh, one and a half game point favorites. Though. Full game, though, right? Full game for me. Okay, so mine's first half. So I'm, I'm damn it. Now I am sweating. Yeah, I got Green Bay. <sighs> I got Pittsburgh. Welcome back, sweat chamber. They're up 14-7 still. I'll tell you, I think the Atlanta-Miami uh, over, I think we could burn that ticket. It's 6 to nothing with 15 seconds to go in the second <laughs> yeah. quarter. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably And we didn't even get point. Heineke in the game. I, if I would have known Woodside was getting the entire first half, I, I probably would have stayed away from that one. No! And then Giants-Detroit, this is the only game I can't get on Game Pass. It's probably for the best. Like, Tyrod Taylor <laughs> went 3 for 4 for 7 yards. He averaged literally 1 yard per completion. I know it's preseason, but... Is this real? Three for four tonight. Seven yards, 1.8 average. He had a 77 QB rating. What's sad is is Tommy DeVito's been allowed to drop back because it's preseason 10 times. He's 6 of 10 for 64 yards. His QB rating is only one point higher than Terod Taylor, who was just literally throwing the ball one yard down the field. And then your boy, Nick, Nate Sudfield. I know you got the jersey hanging on your wall. Nate Sudfeld, yes. Well, he's a Redskin legend at that point. He's 7 of 14, Sudfeld is, for 77 yards, one pick. He's got a QB rating of 36.9. Jameer Gibbs did play, though. Six carries for 19 yards. His longest was eight. And he also had a reception for 18. Hey, how about Cole Beasley? Four catches for 33 yards for the Giants. You know the Giants wide receiver room is bare when they're calling up Cole Beasley. Although now, like, it's... It's cool. I'll be honest. I, th- I thought Nate Sudfeld was out of the league. I didn't know he was still in the league. Soon enough, Nick. Soon, Soon enough. enough. You know Soon what? No, Where's I want Nathan the guy to have a job as long as he can. Yeah, wanna... <laughs> He'll probably be. He might be available. You never know. He'll... He might be starting a game in the playoffs. He's actually the Bears backup, Nathan Peterman is. I don't oh, know that God. he actually gets the job, but he's on the Bears roster as of right now. Oh, my God. There's two and a half minutes to go, and Cincinnati's just going to... Even if they eat the clock, I'm screwed. I need a score from Green Bay. Well, it's second knew... and four, we're going to get at least one more. We got the two-minute warning coming. Just... just I'm, not, I'm not ready for sweats Spree. yet. I'm not ready for this. Not preseason. Hey, you get your summer body over there. there 250 can, bucks off. Can the rain stop? Can I at least watch Sam Howell look terrible so everybody can scream about it in D.C. tomorrow? It's bed MGM tonight. Ooh.